You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Welcome everyone to the Hello Sport Podcast, the home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Fucking oath. Coming to you, sorry mate, I wasn't done. Coming to you live, loud and proud from Las Vegas, Nevada. Currently phenomenally bounced out in the hotel room uh, in a bed next to Edward. Not sharing beds, though, if you're just listening to this. Edward, how are you, mate? Mate, I'm... I'm all right. Like, I'm not... I'm not fighting fit, so to speak. But I also feel like if I was in Sydney and I'd, and I'd had the last week that I've had here, then I would be in far worse nick. Mm. I want, and there's a part that where you, you're just wondering whether you're going to have to pay that toll at some point or whether just because it's Vegas, like, I'm obviously not feeling great, but, like, I'm just going to get off the plane back in Sydney and be fresh again. Well, that's about it. That's every. That's I've got every intention of hopping off the plane. Tom and Ben, completely fresh, mm. worry free, anxiety free, stress yep. free. Yep. Um, I expect my dopamine levels to be sky high. Yep. Uh, my serotonin right up there, getting into its work. Uh, I expect to not have any sort of cough, cold, headaches, headache. My voice will be completely smooth. Yeah, like no dry skin, lips unchapped. Um, no dry skin. You know, maybe a six-pack. That's how I expect yeah. up off the plane. Healthy, regular uh, stool cycles. Yeah. That's right. Big, healthy, voluptuous stools. <laughs> <laughs> voluptuous, sturdy, fibrous stools. Um, and just an... Uh, and, a voice and, that, that doesn't show any signs of pain. Yeah, clear urine. Clear, hydrated urine. Um, courtesy of Good Day. Yeah. Uh, I think, to be fair, Tom, credit where credit's due, I think Good Day's helped us out immensely in this fucking... In, in keeping us in the fight. Well, it's certainly been, like, you know, the only thing. It's been you wake up, Shower, good day, Bloody Mary. <laughs> get into it, get after it. You know what I mean? That's right. Get up, shit, shower, good day, slight pause, Bloody Mary. Yeah. That's what's been doing it. I've, I think it probably is worth acknowledging right off the top that you and Toddler have clogged the toilets in this hotel room three times. Many would have probably expected me, and that's, you know, you could be forgiven for making that mistake, but. Well, listen, listen. I actually thought Tobler did it all three times, but he says he's never used this, to- this toilet. Listen, it's up for debate whether or not the first one was me. The second two were definitely Tobler. That's beyond doubt. To the point where shit started flowing onto the floor. That was in his weird little toilet that no yeah. one uses. No, he's got his own little John. He has to shower in the sink. He's not allowed to use our shower. Um, and there was like pool over the fucking floor. 
That's the sort of work Tobler's and been getting. Disgusting. In and he's calling the fucking. They're calling the like. Uh, what are they called? The hotel people. Like, oh, this is an urgent one, please. This is and an they don't come one. up because they're like, how many fucking times can one bloke clog a shit up? Clog a shit up. And then last night, we were down in a, a different, like some mates' rooms. Shout out to Johnny and Harry. And uh, I came upstairs to leave my sonny's before we went to the, the game of rugby league football, which we'll get to. And I walk into the room and Tobler's on the phone being like, not, you know, hoping that he can get this call out of the way before one of us comes back. And it was just like, oh, yeah, like, could you please send someone up? We've got a clogged toilet. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Worst timing. I'm like, what the fuck, Tobler? Well, you you were trying, you wouldn't have told us, would you? Fuck no. No. Not if I got away with it. Yeah, that was real. A 15 second phone call and Tom walks in the door two seconds into it. Was it overflowing again? Yeah, it was right up. And he's like, he's like, don't look at it. It's definitely vomit. I'm like, yeesh. He's like. So that's the other thing. He's come up here and told complete porkies. He reckons that. He started vomiting, which is the biggest fucking... When he was brushing his teeth. That's right. Oh, How many people vomit after they brush their teeth, honestly? Yeah, you brush your tongue and it no. triggers... The I've never, when it's never heard anyone throwing up after brushing their teeth. Never heard of it in my life. Toddler's trying to fucking roll this yarn out, trying to sell it at the markets. No, well, one's, buying, wanna... no one's buying a thing. He's pounding the shit like you wouldn't believe, clogging the fuck out of it. And that's yeah. just that's just is what it is. We, Eddie, we are... Mate, the first one could have been you. I, I, I'm not confident it was me. I'm not you seem to think toilet. it was what? As you said, I'm not allowed in there. Well, you weren't allowed in there after you clogged one. the yeah, toilet. Yeah, I feel no, like the first clogging was when your band start. came in place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't try and fucking push the truth around to suit your own needs, mate. I think you, the fucking toilets here have a bit of go about them, obviously. Ooh, well, I mean, not with the thrashing you've been giving them, mate. Again, I've... I feel like you might be the first person ever to clog three Las Vegas toilets. Like it's got to be a record, surely. I feel like that's a record. They're not. There better not be a call out fee attached to this. That'll be coming out of your purse, mate. I'm surprised they didn't just leave the plunger up here after the second time and like deal with it yourself. Do when he came up the third time, was he like, "We've never seen this in the history of Las Vegas"? I was not in the room. I made note to uh, get out of here before he arrived. I heard he came up with a proctologist, and they were going to study your poos just to see what's actually in them. Is that what proctologists do? Don't know. I think there might be more bum hole stuff, to be <laughs> honest, but not necessarily specifically poo. Proctologists. So they, do they study the, 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 the bum hole, the, the ring? The bum hole, the rectum, the Or anus. do they go up there and get into it? Like more, no, more, more it. colon stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Colon and rectal issues. Now, rectal issues, is that the eye? The eye of the beholder, as it were. Like, are they just surveying the... No, I don't think it's just the the, bum, the hole. bum hole. I think your rectum is in there. And then your colon is like... Beyond that. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, they focus on conditions that affect the lower digestive tract. Right. So not just fingering bums. No, you would, it would seem no. Right. Not just fingers and arse. That's by the by. It is. Second point about... Before we get to the footy... You'll notice that Tom and I are laying here, if you're on the YouTubes, um, that we're laying here in our fineries. Bounced out trackies 2024. This is what they look like. For those that had the original uh, pair of trackies, they'll know that we don't skimp on quality. Well, we've gone bigger and better again. This is full Terry, brown Terry. So flopsy bunny. I could, I feel like I'm on a fucking cloud, dude. 
What the fuck? So flopsy, bunny. <laughs> you know, I've got the fucking hood right over me eyeballs. I've got a little mouth hole at the bottom here and I'm just chilling out. Yeah, it's fucking... Forgive me for yawning, that was very unprofessional. Um, these are the most comfortable trackies I've ever worn, comfortably. It's not even close. Winter's rolling around. So are the bounced out trackies for 2024. Just keep your fucking fouries peeled. <laughs> keep your fouries pulled back because these things are going to be unbelievable. I'll tell you what. I fucking went downstairs with me old mates before. Had one of the great Chinese slap-ups all the time. Yeah, we, we went hard. We went hard in the paint. We had soup dumplings. We had scallop dumplings. We had prawn dumplings. We had, uh, more, more, we had more soup dumplings. We had a fry rye. We had a fucking spring rolls. Duck, peking duck spring rolls. Wild mushroom spring rolls. We had, um, we had fried rice. We had scallops with black truffle and shit. We had a Szechuan chicken, if that's it. We've been, we, we basically. And then we had a, and then we had like a beef and broccoli. I think you need to, to, some, some background. Why? We were at the game yesterday, which we'll get to. And You don't want to talk Chinese with me? No, I do. I'm just letting people know that post-game, what led up to the Chinese was a relatively significant shifting of tin, um, uh, specifically being just like an absolute rip last night, which saw us wake up particularly late in the day. Some could argue that. It was no longer daytime when we woke up. <laughs> um, well, some of us, I was up because well, I you, work hard. Yeah, you got up a little bit before me uh, to, uh, to, to keep things afloat. That's right. But it was late in the day when we got up. It was also uh, late in the night or when early we, in the day when uh, we went to bed. So yeah. it depends how you want to measure that. I'm not going to give you a number. It, we're, doesn't, we're, it, no, doesn't, no. it doesn't rhyme with iron. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that was nice. That was good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're basically we're trying to stay on Australian time. Yeah, we've been trying to stay on Australian time. That's right. We we figured, and I think figured correctly, that this may well be, this could be our last trip to Vegas. You know, like you, you never know. You never know, but but you've got to assume that it might be, and it was important for us and others to go out uh, with the ship, as it were, to go out on our shield, to go out swinging. Yeah, this town, uh, it fucking absolutely puts you in a blender. It's been wonderful. Seven days is far too long. I've enjoyed every minute of it, but it's also been like you think playing rugby league's hard. Try fucking working your ass off in Vegas for a week. Well, know? that's what we said. Like people were like, "Oh, you know, what, how terrible you got to go to Las Vegas and truck nut." And we're like, "We, you clearly don't get it. You don't know how hard it is. It's a fucking long way." Which way you want to slice and dice it? It's a fucking long way. You get over here, you're just panning out immense content, elite content, day after day, hour after hour, minute after minute, delivering for the punter and the dribbler. Then we've got to stay up late all night, pit, drinking piss and playing playing the tables. Like, 
That's trucking nut. That is trucking nut, and it is no easy feat. I tell you what, that what they what does help it though is the the beautiful fresh oxygen that these fucking casinos just pump into the into the casino like floor. Honestly, you feel like you feel like it keeps you awake, keeps you up. It's like the loveliest, freshest air you've ever breathed. It's it's incredible. <laughs> we was we were illuminated to this fact. Um, I think a couple of days ago, all the gaming floors and shit, they're pumping in fresh fresh oxygen. So you feel fucking incredible, to be honest. Yeah. You feel absolutely amazing. You do. We were, uh, we were, um, <laughs> we were humbled on the gaming floor last night. We were. Now, you might have seen on Instagram that um, we hit the tables the other night with a new friend of ours. Shout out to Pete. And he introduced us to the game of craps. Now, I'd never played craps and before. And Adam, that's right. But Pete introduced us to the game. Correct. I'd never played before, but he showed us the ropes. It's not sort of a game that you'd walk up and just get the hang of. You need to be walked through it. And I still don't completely get it. Plenty I don't understand. But we got to this table and the vibes were fucking up. Everyone was frothing. We are having the fucking greatest time of our life. And we were rolling pure gold. And the other guys around us were rolling absolute fucking gold. To the point where we were making so much fucking money. And I was winning so constantly that I just didn't realise how you lost. Didn't, didn't think it possible. We went on that night and we're like, easiest game of all time, yeah. craps. There's easiest real, game of all time. There's a chance that craps is like impossible to lose. That was... Anyway... We go back again last night after a couple of settlers post-footy and the boys are trying to fucking sort the bill. It's taken ages and I go over and just sort of get a fresh table for us. It was just about to open. I roll out the gate. My first three rolls were two, they take your money, 12, they take your money, seven, or or maybe a... No, I think I got like an eight on table, then then when Ron, and then I rolled a seven like that. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be a horrific night. It, there were so many sevens coming up last night. It was it was almost beyond comprehension. You don't want to, listen, without trying to explain the game, you do not roll a seven uh, once everyone's on and betting because it just wipes the entire board and you lose everyone's money for them. The amount of sevens rolling around was absolutely fucking ridiculous. It was it was a fucking shit time. We were rolling table. sevens like it was going out of fashion, and it was fucking embarrassing. It was shameful, and then our money just fucking disappeared. To the point where we actually were like, we went from we were on the uh, the the night where we were successful. We were on one table for like four hours, just winning, winning, winning. Mm. This one was like thirty minutes. We we're like, fuck this, and I had to bail on it. I had to bail on it. I had to bail on it. But so. We're definitely down for the week. We're not down a horrific amount. We're not. We're within budget as well. Oh, well, oh, well within budget. We won't be going anywhere near budget, like the uh, the extent of our budget. No way. Which is nice. There's a world where we I don't even punt to get tomorrow. Sorry. There's a world where I don't even punt tomorrow. Just call it, call it, call it. Yeah. Call rough. it slightly down, and you fucking just go home. You move on. You know. Yeah. Well, listen, we've got a couple of chips. We could. Oh, we use the chips. We use the chips we got left, but we don't have much. No. So we then 
we uh, we went and got on the piss with a few boys, and then we were heading back and got roped into a bit of a sesh in someone's room. So um, kick-ons, kick-ons. You know, in Titanic, when uh, the band go down with the ship, that's what it was. That's what we've that's been what it doing. Was. Like that's the end of Vegas is ending, and we thought, "Fuck it, we'll go down with the ship." That's it. Well, it's been an honor to play with you, gentlemen. <laughs> that sort of stuff. It's been an absolute honor and privilege to play with you, gentlemen, tonight. Yeah. Um, and then they were left to fend for themselves. Much but then like, they all come back and start doing it again. Don't they all? Don't what doesn't they? Don't they all leave? Like, well, we should probably stop now. They go, and then one guy just starts playing. Yeah, so he says goodbye, good luck, and then and as they turn around, the main pianist, uh, violinist, starts playing. And then after they finish that song, that's when he said, gentlemen, it's been a privilege playing with you tonight, and then they go to face the music, so to speak. Right, well, that's what happened here. Wouldn't mind putting Titanic on if we had it. Mate, I think if we could find a way to watch Titanic when we uh, wrap this one up, that could be a nice way to go to sleep. Don't you reckon? Could be nice. So, <clears throat> Vegas is a, it's a fucking weird town. Like, it's a mongrel of a town. It's just, it's set up to take your money and just keep you moving. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, time is so deceptive. We haven't, we've never, we haven't been able to get off Australian time. No, Not we, once. Have, we haven't been to bed before four every single night we're here. Correct. Which is like 11 back home. So that's pretty, that's pretty mature. That's just being mature, guys. Like, we've been getting up at fucking like four o'clock, six o'clock, two o'clock. I haven't got up before midday yet, I don't think. No, there's been a couple of days where we've had to. Oh, that was for work and that was fucked. That was tough. That was tough carry territory. But, listen, great place, etch place, all wrapped into one. I could not be more ready to go home. But also, I needed this extra night to... Just relax. Oh fuck yeah! To get Flopsy Bunny in my fucking, <laughs> in my fucking bounced out, bro. Yeah. yeah. So comfortable, cunts. I can't tell you how good yeah. these are. These are fucking. No, they're comfy, dude. Unbelievable. Like struggling to believe that they're even real. Like I see them, I know they're here, but like, are they real? They're so comfortable. You know, this is the first time I've put them on. I've been like, I've been waiting for this moment to slip into them because I've never had my own sample. They're fucking good. And I am fucking blown away. Blown. Kids blown. Blown away. <laughs> I'm so happy with how these have turned yeah, out. Yeah, dude, they're fucking mad. They're mad. They'll be out soon. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day. The fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month. And if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you.
Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, I don't. liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code MANLY, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Anyway. We went to footy a game, in that. We, we we went to Allegiant Stadium yesterday. Um to go and watch what they like to call in the old rugby league football. Um Enjoy your rugby league football Enjoy sort of stuff. Enjoy your rugby league football sort of work. Now, we had media accreditation because we were... What did it say, what did it say on our accreditation? Media. No, it said something else. Journalists? Journalists. It said we were journalists, Edward. Uh, um, yeah, so that we got are. us into the ground. But we were lucky enough early in the week when we bumped into um, dear close personal friend almost father figure, St. Peter Volandi's uh, son. First of his name. First of his name. Um, He invited us to the Movers and Shakers Lounge. He did. Not for the first time as as PVL got us into a place to move and shake with Movers and Shakers. But it was, first it was like, it was awesome, but it was Mover and Shaker City. Mm. You and I didn't have business attire, which... Well, it rattled us because the invite said business attire. And I was like, well, how seriously does one need to take this dress code? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we don't, we don't do a whole lot of moving and shaking historically. The only other moving and shaking we've done is at the races. Pretty fucking obvious what you wear to the races. Suit and tie. Like, you wouldn't get around in your bounced outs, although you could. You it, would be a, it would be potentially a little uncouth. Potentially. So, because we've been going hard for six days, that th- we were a bit rattled about that. Well, we didn't think we had business attire, but luckily well, we didn't we did. have business attire. No, but we had more than enough. Once we arrived, we realised. Now, were we the youngest people there by what, 10, 15 years? Yes. Yeah. 
We were. And not that I'm complaining. No, There's I'm not no complaining. There's no complaints there. It's just that we were. We were at least a decade younger than the next. Yeah. Um, but be that as it may, there was a couple of friends in there that we uh, we got yarning with, which was fantastic. Peter was fucking... Didn't Peter st- was moved like that. He did not stop. Did not stop moving. fucking evening. Free piss, which is a nice fucking touch. Tequila. Tomahawk steaks. Tomahawk steaks. Holy shit. We didn't think we... You know, we were, that was a Salt Bay tongue-in-cheek thing at the start of the trip, and then we get there, and there's fucking Tomahawk steaks just sliced up, and you just get like a plate of sliced Tomahawk. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, Bastitsis, are they Bastitsis? Bastitsis, they had sushi, fucking open bar. Ice creams at the end. Didn't get one of those. Did you have an ice cream? No, but they were getting around. No, they were getting around. I'm just trying to give a full Paint the picture, trays of ice creams. Cascading. Cascading, that's right. Fucking um, and a pretty good fucking view. Media magnates, billionaires. Uh, there was a couple of billionaires. There was a couple of billionaires in there. A couple of billionaires in there. Government ministers. Ex politicians. Ex politicians. Ex world champion. Ex world champion surfers. Ex surfing world champions. Journos. Fucking. You get the gist. commissioners, commissioners, chairmen, CEOs, lots of lots of board members. Couple of trendy cunts in there too. One guy we couldn't quite fucking couldn't put our finger on. He looked on. like a trendy billionaire. Though. Well, he had a trendy jacket on, and he had trendy shoes on. He was trendy. He was a trendy guy. He looked like Cillian Murphy, but not. But he, he looked, looked like, like Cillian him. Murphy crossed with that scientist Brian Cox. Yeah, he did. That's a that's a pretty good call. Someone's just calling us. Food's here. I got a jam out on the rocks, obviously. I got a bloody Mary. Um, so there was some fucking, there was some some heavy hitters in there. At one point, the thing is as well, Eddie and I didn't really know most of the people there in terms of like lots of, you knew everyone was moving and everyone was shaking, but I didn't know what what music they moved to and for why they should. Well, some of them you did. Some of them you did, but most of them we didn't. Most of them we didn't. Um, and then we just got yarning to this guy next to us, this older gentleman, suited up, and started talking about how good Luke Brooks was looking and how we were, we started referring him as like a rescue dog, where it was like... He was in a bad environment, and then Manly's been able to rescue him, and now he's flourishing. Well, now he gets to live in the house. He gets to sleep on the bed. He's yeah. fed twice a day. He's walked twice a week. He's hugged. He's kissed. He all likes he, to give out licks. All the chew toys he could ever want. Yeah, all the chew toys. He gets snacks. He gets wormed regularly. He gets fed like an absolute fucking king. If he's a good boy, he gets his treats. special treats. Yeah. Um... And he gets to go to the park whenever he, goes he to the wants. Park all the time, chase the tennis ball, chases balls and chases sticks, and gets to go on like nice bushwalks and stuff. Anyway, and before that, he was he was in a pan, neglected for ten years. Correct. So it's getting it's, fucking like hit when he did the wrong thing, but he didn't actually do the wrong thing, so he was confused. Are you bringing those in, Tobler? Oh, mate, that's okay, buddy. You can interrupt the arm with a bloody Mary anytime. Do they give me much ice? Sweet, because I can't see. 
my eyes are under here, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're covered up. So anyway, we're yarning, and as we tend to do, we start getting on a rant, you and I. Mm. And then the guy we're talking to, he's like, oh, so where are you from? And I'm like, Sydney. He's like, yeah, no, I got that, bro. What the hell are you doing? I was like, oh, podcast, blah, blah, blah. What do you do, sir? And he's like, oh, I'm a sports minister for Australia. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. Right, I did. You're not the same bloke that fucking Brian Fletcher poured piss all over, yeah, are you, mate? Either. Can I give me all your shirt? You still got red wine stains from Brian Fletcher on there? He's like, how oh, the fuck do you know that? Now, I don't know if the, the minister swore, the honourable minister for sport, Stephen, somebody. Um, but what are you doing there, Tubby? You look like you're frozen. Just, just move, sit down, mate. Just go, for fuck's sake. You're putting sake. me off. It's just fucking, what are you doing? Absolute spanner over there. <laughs> <laughs> Kids anyway, rattled. Kids rattled. Um, but, you know, just to give you an idea of the sort of the echelons, uh, you know, that we were web waiting around in yesterday, we accidentally yarned to us the sportsman of, of Australia. So, like, you know. Who reckons he's called the podcast before? But yeah, I don't know he what the say fuck that. he was I, on I about. had to. I had to tell him that I thought he it's, was. Is mistaken. it because we used to joke around that I was the minister for sport? Didn't we say we were the minister? No, for sport? I was. What are we? Wasn't there another? Maybe I'm thinking fucking something else. But that was quite a while ago. It was quite a while ago, and I don't know whether he ever called in. But he did see the video. He said. Yeah. He saw the Brian video. So for that those of you that nice. don't know what we're talking about, Brian Fletcher on the NRL chartered flight over from Australia. I had like all the big wigs on there. It was a mover and shake his plane. And Fletch told the story on the potty the other day that he was walking up and down the aisles and accidentally spilt red wine on a sleeping Australian sports minister. And then woke him up by like patting him and shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that was coincidental. Um, well, it just, I think it's, you know. Well, it was yeah. coincidental we ran into him. No, no, absolutely it was. It's a great point. And had a yarn. Um, but the first thing on our minds as we got into the Shakers Lounge, besides sort of eyeing up what we, what we were in for, was getting a good spot to watch the mighty Manly Seagulls, the pride of the peninsula, the greatest club ever assembled, eight rings. Um favourites to win the comp and oozing excellence take on the fucking beaters, the Rabbitohs, who just don't get rugby league. Um, first and game sort of, of the year, round zero. Round zero, first game of the year, first in Las Vegas. I know there's been origin games, but who gives a shit about that? And, um, you know. Good bloody Mary people, just so you know. Well, there's been fucking origin in LA, but there's never been a game in Las Vegas. You know, Sin City and 40,000, fucking good turnout. I tell you what, Australians can travel if they love their rugby league because there wasn't many yanks there, let me tell you. And we fucking humped, we them. Fucking humped the Let's shit out of those beaters. Tommy at the back, looking fucking great. Denied probably two tries. Ola Kawatu, big, thick presence. Australian dick. He's, oh, well, it's all, it's Australian and Tongan. You know what I mean? You get, you get. Oh, he's you know, Australian though. No, he is Australian, but he's Tongan as well. And I'm just, I just think that adds to the girth. 
it's not taken away from it, that's for sure. <laughs> but big and thick, fucking imposing, running all over fucking Keon Kolomatangi. No disrespect to Keon, but you know Ola Kawatu, brah, and he's coming for your origin spot, and he ain't making no apologies about it. Oh, yeah, Keon was put on the bitch, you know Absolutely I mean? on the bitch. Then you've got the other two, you've got Burbo and Gerbo. Fucking Jake snapping people in half, putting on a show for the Yanks of the fucking country over here. Snapping people. This is how we do it down under, brah. Lachlan Croker, let me split my head open for the good of the game. I'm going to start bleeding so Yanks can see what happens when we don't wear helmets because that's one of the main things we mention all the time. You don't wear helmets and pads? Lachlan Croker did that. He did that for the game of rugby league. He did do that for the game of rugby league because... He's a fucking warrior. He's a he's an absolute beast. He's an animal, and he puts his body on the line for his club, for his jersey, and for his teammates, Tom. And certainly uh, for the fans. Now, Burbo was an absolute fucking gimme at five fifty to score a try yesterday. If you yep. fucking mugs weren't on that, you don't get football. Check the tapes. We've got the proof, Tom and I. We didn't put on a bad even, but you know, once you get over here. And you start to get a proper lay of the land. You, yeah. you realise what the fuck's up. And Burbo is guaranteed. Olaquatu can't be handled. I tell you what, Luke Brooks, the puppy we've the brought. The rescue dog. The, the rescue dog who's been brought fucking to a beautiful home is playing the sort of football you'd expect of a dog that's getting three meals a day. I mean, he's well fed and he's starting to get into his work. He was running the football yesterday, Tom. He defended well. Scored a try. Scored a try, which was pure, unadulterated elation. That was it. That was it. That was a, a pup running in the park. That was a dog set free, mate. That was one of that the was most a beautiful. Puppy down at the fucking park, mate. I tell you what, that's one of the most beautiful moments in rugby league this year, and it's already it's only game fucking one, right? You know that video where uh, they show like monkeys that have been in captivity their whole life, and they're let out into a thing, and they can see that there's they see the sky for the first time. No, I haven't. It's a beautiful and also sad video, but there was a beautiful sadness to the rescue dog getting about his work on fucking Allegiant State. Like, you don't play in Las Vegas if you're a. That's the biggest game he's ever played in his life, mate. He fucking, how many games has he won in like the last three years? But that's the biggest game he's ever played in his life. And that's like, sure, it's a Vegas game, but like he's never played finals. He's no. He's never played a rep game. That was the biggest that game. That was it. Yeah. That was, that was a, a pup that's been in a, in a mill or whatever it is, just having a like breastfeed puppy litter after puppy litter that gets rescued. And for the first time sees that the sky, like sees the, 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 the sky, sees open fields where he can run. That's like a dog should. Like a dog should. Wild and free. And I think that he has to be favourite, Tom, if not heavy favourite, for Daily M 5-8 of the year. I don't think that's over, that's over fucking stating it because now that this pup's free, he's going to go to a fucking different level. Now, there's probably dumb dribblers at home fucking whining and complaining and saying, oh, you weren't, you've changed your tone, mate. Listen, humans are like rivers, mate. Like, we're constantly fucking evolving and changing. Right? And if you're not, then, then, well, then that's you, on you. That's on you, and that's your problem. I'm allowed to have an emotional response about the club I love 
when we make a signing. That's my rugby league right as a fan. Yeah. But like any half-decent human, sometimes you've got to stop, you've got to cool the fuck down, and you've got to start talking things through with your old mate Tommy Berm. Start asking questions of people with, with rugby league opinion. And then you start to form your own belief system. Now, going into this game, we knew that Luke Brooks was going to kill it. And for him to do so backs up... What we already believed. What we what we'd had come to believe, Tom. What we had come to believe. There was a lot of people, and I'm not talking shit here, and a lot of people will think I am. But there, I would say 90% of the people we talked to yesterday in the Movers and Shakers lounge reckon Manly will win the comp. The only blokes that weren't saying it were Mark Boris and Politis. Everyone else was saying Manly will win the comp. And we were having conversations with them because close personal friend Mark Boris was there, so we had to say good day. But everyone says Manly will win the comp, and I, I, I tend to agree with them. But yeah, sure. Were we a little bit perturbed when we heard that we were? going to be signing a dog from the pound. There was an unknown there. What sort of dog is it? Like, is it a dangerous animal? Is it going to lash out at the other dogs that we've got on our farm? But, you know. Will it make friends with the dogs? Will it make friends with the dogs? Is it going to be difficult to, to like, you know, is it going to follow the rules? Is it going to excel? But as Eddie said, we are rivers. Constantly flowing, changing and evolving. <laughs> And it's, it's, I tell you what, it's not as well. It's not an admission of, of any wrong. Wrong? As in, you know, this isn't like we were wrong. No, is, no, no, no. This no. is things change. I've already fucking said, like, you want me to say it twice? It was an emotional response, but us as humans are rivers that flow and change and, change and evolve. And um, Tobler walked into our room yesterday and was standing at the door with uh, his fucking hoodie over his nose, but he sort of just like pulled it up over his nose like slowly. And I'm like, what the fuck's the matter with you, dude? It's like this room smells like farts and chicken tenders. <laughs> yeah. Well, Very the fuckers bad. didn't clean our room for a day. And I'd also farted when Tobler walked in. So. <laughs> yeah, you basically ripped one the second he, well, you farted into his mouth, basically. Well, no, I farted, then he walked in. You may as well fart it into I didn't hop into now. bed with him and fart on him sort of thing, you know what I mean? There's only room for one of us to do that sort of fucking thing, Tom. Well, fucking, I'm just sitting here, mate. That was a thing of the past. I've grown, much like rivers do. <laughs> <laughs> so, a couple of injury concerns for the mighty Manly Seagulls. Yeah. Jason Saab, who looked quick and tall, he has definitely There's, grown. There was, a, a, there was a real consideration you and I, what well, question we were asking was, whether he's grown, like, taller. He's definitely know, so. grown. He's definitely... I reckon he's grown two foot. I'd say it's something about... I reckon he's looking about 7'5". I reckon he's about 7'5", 8'5". <laughs> well, if he was 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, and he's grown two feet. He's grown two feet. He'd be 8'3", eight, 8'4". Eight, now, which sounds about right. That sounds about right, just to give him the eye test. See, and he's fucking quickened up. He's quickened all the way up. Cricket all the way up. Everyone would be like, oh, he couldn't outrun Ilias. Ilias had a head start. He had a head start. He had, had the, the angles. Angle. He had the angles. And it was a good ankle tap. 
congratulations to Lockie Elias for a good ankle tap. Like, yeah, but it doesn't count if we're talking pure foot of race. Of course, you know? it doesn't count pure foot race. But it's like, yeah, he got an ankle tap on a eight foot three fucking gazelle, mm. who unfortunately has done a hammy. Looking at six to eight, now. It's not ideal. It's definitely not ideal. It's fucking annoying, in fact. Hopefully, we get better news, but that's what it's looking like. Yeah, it did not seem great. Uh, then, I believe Carlos Lawton went down with something. Ruben Garrick had an injury. Did Jackson Paulo? Jackson Paulo also went off. Fuck me, dead. Fuck me. So it was, you know, it wasn't ideal. But we got some depth around those positions. Now, obviously, Jason Saab ironed someone out early in the game, came in off his wing and flattened him. And I'm like, this kid's really starting to believe. He absolutely folded some cunt, Tom. Simple as that. Yeah. And got the timing right. Little bit of George Tafura about it. Yeah, well, shoulders of justice. Little bit of George Tafura about it, which this I like. This straw is giving me hell right now, dude. I'm in hell with this straw. Killing me. Can't drink me bloody tomato martini. Fucking paper straws, dude. Anyway. As you were. Well, you were talking. I don't know what I was saying, mate. I was in a fucking world of hurt. Tomato martini vibes. Tommy Turbo looked pretty good. Tommy looked good. He looked strong. Cherry looked Evans looked strong. pretty good. Cherry looked good. The rescue looked good. Paseca looked pretty good. Tell you what, Nathan Brown looked pretty good. Nathan Brown looked good. Brown's added some thickness to thickness and mongrel. Well, he's always had mongrel. He's always been a mongrel. Yeah. It's nice to get a mongrel into your pack when he came on. Right. So you were saying he's added a bit of thickness and mongrel. He's added some thickness and mongrel to our pack, not to himself. Right. He already was those things. Yes. Yes. That makes sense. And I completely agree. Sometimes it's just good to have a fucking dog out there. Yeah. Well, you got a couple of dogs. You want a couple of woofers out there. Yeah. You need woofers. And woofers we got. So Manly obviously get the chockies. I think, to be honest, that the Rabbitohs, their scoreline, the scoreline was even, it should have been more. Okay? That wasn't a very elegant way of saying that Manly should have and could have and definitely should have won by heaps more than they did. Should have. It flattered the Rabbitohs, the scoreline. They weren't in it at all. They saved like three tries in the first half, which is like, you know, credit to them, but like... I feel like it was just early season manly, not just like putting them to the sword. Well, they were completely outclassed, the Rabbitohs. Completely outclassed. Which is great to see. Uh, I don't have many comments on the Rabbitohs specifically, other nah. than to say that... Well, they're just not very good at rugby league yet. It's looking like another long season. Looking like another long season for the Bunnies. Put a line through them, mate. They're done. Oh, they're done. There's they're absolutely done. no way that they win the con. And I feel bad for them, but like they're done. I don't. I don't feel bad for them at all. Uh, absolutely not. Now, this is just wanted also worth just. Did we say this on the podcast or did we say this on uh, a, a vlog? Now, Hugh Jackman pulled out of attending the game. Mm. Hopefully, the personal issues aren't too serious. Okay. And if yeah. they are, then thoughts are with you. 
However, before we left to attend Las Vegas, Tom and I made a special point of mentioning that in our opinion, the title of Manly's number one ticket holders, number one fans was up for grabs because Hugh doesn't seem to do anything about it. You know what I mean? Mm. He's not too keen. He wasn't keen to promote the game. He never goes to games. And we said if he doesn't show up in Las Vegas, then we replace him. Now, the problem is he did show up in Las Vegas. I believe he was at a team dinner with that, that Hugh Jackman dinner. Oh, he did go to that? Did it Friday night and then it bounced. So Saturday. he did do the dinner? He did the dinner. Apparently. Who said that? It was in the paper. So you would assume that that would be true. But he wasn't at the game. Wasn't at the game. Like, we love Hugh. We're big fans of Hugh. Love Hugh. It just feels a little bit wrong that he can be considered number one fan yeah. over us. That's all we're saying. That's all we're saying. Hope everything's well, though, Hugh. But obviously, we were at the game and not at the dinner, which was offensive. Um <laughs> Rabbits. No, Rabbits. no. Roosters, no. Roosters, Roosters, Broncos. Roosters, Broncos. Got to be honest with you. Got to be honest with the with the punter and the dribbler. Bit of a yawn fest. Yep. Bit of a yawn. Just didn't have the didn't have the the panache. It ended. It ended better. It did. I'm yeah. First sixty. First half was fucking slow. I thought. Yeah. But I also might have made mid yarn. Well, listen, we were yarning, but it was it felt a bit slow. Either way, it was it, whatever. Roosters got the job done. I didn't see that coming. I thought that the Broncos were going to hump them. Now, me getting something wrong shouldn't surprise anyone, but Broncos just didn't have the same oomph. Reese Walsh still did have the same oomph, though. Like, he seemed like quicker. When he was oh out my the back God. of shape... Mate, that fucking try they scored when he like skips to the outside and then grubbers back to the inside. He was a f- he was just fucking so quick. He's an absolute beast, mate. An absolute beast. Then the Zach Spencer Lee News apparently said something fucking racist to uh, Ezra Mam, which is obviously a dark well turn listen to what was a great weekend. Yes. A dark footnote. Yeah, I think he denies it, funnily enough. Is that right? But he's been charged by the NRL. I think there was like a couple of confrontations after the game. The trells come out like sticking up for fucking Ezra on Instagram. It's all happening. It's all fucking happening, all right. JT was in a, had an emotional response. Thurston? Yep. What did he say? On Channel 9. Got interviewed after the game. So Right, but did you hear him say anything or you just know that he spoke? It spoke. It said it said he had an emotional response. I didn't watch it. <laughs> that fucking could have been helpful. Well, we were at dinner. What, I think um we were at Chinese. Just then. Yeah. Where we spent most of the whole fucking meal on our phones. Yeah, but I couldn't be fucked to turn it <laughs> up. I think uh, JT was saying that Mam was left very emotional after the incident, um, potentially left in tears um, after the game. That's no good. 
So we'll see how this one unfolds, but not good. Not good. Not good. Uh, Chooks start the fucking season well for the first time in about, what, five years? They've been fucking horse shit for the last couple of seasons at the start of the year. Can you just put that down, mate? Are you just going to fucking keep doing that or what? Have a sip and put the cunt down. Fuck me dead. Give I'm me the shit. I'm trying to get it fucking... The, well, the, sit up and have a sip and put the cunt down. I'm you don't have to keep drinking it. I'm trying to get the sediment it. mixed up, cunt, because otherwise it's tasting all fucked up. Fucking do them, Eddie. Suck from the bottom, then. Suck from the bottom. I'm sipping because the straw's fucked. Hopeless. Fucking I'm hopeless. I'm going to be mad at anyone. I'd be mad at the cunts making, not giving me a metal straw. Um. So, good to see the chooks start. Well, Broncos obviously missed the eight now. I think yeah, that's pretty they, fair yeah, to say. Yeah, they play finals. No Flegler, no Herbie. So, you know, you're done. You're fucked. Sh- suck shit, Denon. We can't all be great. We can't all be great. Good point. Peter Volandis reckons it's his greatest achievement, getting the game into the US, Tom. Yep. What do you make of that? Listen, in a, in a career that's just littered with, you know, greatest achievements, it's hard to, to truly know what's the greatest, but... I'll always take Pete at his word. I've had no reason uh, not to do that in the past. Oh, it'd be pretty rude for a bloke to invite you into the Movers and Shakers lounge and then not take him at his word. Correct. Correct. How would you that know, work exactly? Rub shoulders with billies and shit and not take the man's word. Dos Billy. Dos Billy. Could have been him. more in there than that. No, though. I think there was... I wouldn't be ruling out that flash-dressed that flash dressed cunt being a billy. Two confirmed billies, though. I reckon there could have been an afterpay billy in there somewhere. But when you're when you're when you're brought in to rub shoulders with Billy's in a in a lounge, no, uh, you know, noted as a uh, a place where movers and shakers collect. If I'm not going to take that man who's invited us into that environment at his word, then like, what good am I? Well, you're no good at all, Tom, and. You're not raised right, you know, if that's how you operate and if that's how you handle yourself and that's mm. the sort of uh, person that you are, the sort of character that you possess. You're a fucking piece of shit, basically. <laughs> so yeah. we take we say, we say take Pete at his word and Pete reckons it's the fucking greatest accomplishment he's ever accomplished. And um, I I couldn't agree more. I stand alongside you proudly, Pete. I'm proud of you. And, pr- I, and I love you. Proud of you, mate. Proud of the game of rugby league. It, like, AFL couldn't pull off that sort of thing. Fuck the AFL, dude. They can't fucking... They couldn't pull that off, mate. Respectfully, of course. With all due respect to the AFL, again, we're not, we don't, we're not bashing the AFL. I'm just saying there's levels to this shit. And a bloke scared of his own shadow wouldn't be able to get a game, his own game into the... Uh, into Sin City in Las Vegas, you know what nah. I mean? Nah. Nah. There's no way. There's no way in the world. Shout out to the NRL. Shout out to KO. Shout out to Rugby League. Shout out to us. Shout out to us. Fucking trucking nothing Las Vegas. Shout out to Tobba. Shout out to Good Day. Shout out to Bloody Marys. Shout out to Chicken Tenders. Shout out to... Chinese food. Chinese food. Shout, shout out, out to Craps. Craps. Shout out to pumping oxygen into the casino floor. 
Shout out to toilets with too much water in them that clog easily. Shout out to plungers. Shout out to Eminem peanut M and M's. Oh yeah. Shout Mini out to Starburst. Yeah. Gummies, mushies, you too. Oh, the sphere. The sphere. Now that thing's a fucking. That's a trip. Fucking hell. That's a trip, dude. You Mate. don't need mushrooms to, to, to go and see the U2 light show at the Sphere. That's all I'll say. You don't need them. But if you've had them, then it's too late. It and was. you got to deal with it. Some of the visuals yep, were absolutely insane. There's They have like uh, almost like, you know, and you get lots of like your shock, dual shock controllers and shit, rumble packs for the N64 motherfuckers. Correct. That you basically had rumble packs in, in every single chair. Zooped up rumble packs. It's, yeah, big time. So like when it starts, the whole like U2's down there and like the whole fucking front wall of the sphere, it's like looks like a brick wall, like cinder blocks. Yeah. And then like a thumping sort of like hammer thing sort of starts going off and you're seeing like the wall like crack and your chairs are shaking and you're just like, what in the fuck is going on here? And then they just hit you between the eyes with some of the most trippy fucking light shows. Absolutely ridiculous. I will say they didn't play many bangers. Yeah, that's that's the only downfall, unfortunately, was that they left a fair bit of uh, uh, they left banger some, on the table. They left banger on the table. City of blinding lights. Sunday, buddy. Sunday, to name a few, were not part of the set list. They finished strong, but the start was a little bit slow. Thank God the visuals made up for it. Um, they brought. Listen, they went. They went visuals very intense at the start. But then didn't a couple know the of songs. songs you knew. Then most of the songs you just like a chunk that you didn't know. And then they came back really hard with shit you knew and some of the most intense visuals you are ever going to see in your fucking The life. ending was like worth the price of admission, really. It was fucking amazing. Just, just wanted to uh, let Bono know that unfortunately no one likes your new stuff so just keep to the old shit that got you famous well see and that goes for all artists it does but if i'm being honest it does the problem there is eddie that i think that a lot of the shit we didn't know was old stuff i don't think he was playing new shit i'm sure he threw some he might have thrown some newies in but i think he was playing old stuff we just didn't know i think it was a new i think a lot of it was new well, because no one I, there fucking knew any of them. As I stood in the lobby, a uh, man was like literally telling someone else about how well he did these fucking old albums. That would be the only reason that I would feel like that. I maintain my opinion. Well, that's okay. You can maintain your opinion, but an opinion it remains. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was good. It was trippy. It fried my brain. I had to come back and lay down. Well, not lay down. I had to come back and watch Team America and enjoy myself. Tommy had an early night that night because he hasn't got the stones. Well, as it, as it turned out, being again, it was still like three thirty, four o'clock. Anyway, as I fucking sat in the room and watched movies. Not a big stone guy. Um, that's okay. Well, that's not true. I actually was getting stones. That was partially why I was back. Um, not a man of substance. Mate, we had a movers and shakers lounge the following day. I was just making sure that I was ready to move and shake. 
um, which I think I did with aplomb if I was to uh, rate my own performance. But U2 was good. Shout out to Bono um, and to The Edge and to the other two people in the band. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, shout out to the other two people in the band. Um, No one really knows them. No. I think one was an old manager, maybe. The 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 other one was actually in the stands because he was fucking injured or sick or something. and then everyone Yeah, sick, I think. Uh, Shout outs to... Cam Baggy Green Eddie of 174. Was it not out? I don't know. I think it might have been 174 not out. We're in um, Vegas time here. It's devastating. There's Test cricket on while we're I know. Here. We've and fucking it's fucking annoying. Uh, Geo blocked trying to watch shit. Correct. Pain in the ass. But Cameron comes in, chips it down, sort of stuff. Just absolutely clubs 174. Not out. Confirmed. Not out. That's good stuff, dude. Yeah, that's... That's boy becomes man sort of territory, and I fucking love it. That's dick hard sort of stuff. Yeah, it is. And then and then Naif. Naif? Naif. Is, uh, he's taken 10 for the match. Boldest to victory. Six brave fourth... Week, uh, fourth... Uh, is it second innings? What the fuck am I saying? Fourth innings. Final innings wickets. Fourth innings. Fourth innings wickets. Jesus Christ! Um, but we pound the we pound the Kiwis into the core of the earth. Listen, they don't have what it fucking takes to take on the might of the best cricketing nation on, on planet Earth. Mm. You know, like you know, Aotearoa and all that shit. You know, God defend. Love our people, but yeah, you know, it's it's apples and oranges, mate. You know. Yeah. And Australia's the apple and the orange. Yeah. Kiwis have just got a couple of fucking dirty old seeds. So they were never, they were never likely. But it's good to see Cam Baggy Green of under pressure fame of... Mm, no, no longer under pressure fame. What? In, of no longer under pressure yeah, fame. Yeah, yeah. I think that's just nice. Because it would be, it would be fucking frustrating knowing that you are like the chosen one almost. Uh. Everyone's got like the craziest raps on you of all time. And you just go through this period of no wickets, no runs. It would be infuriating. So to get the uh, the old monkey off the back, as it were, Tom, I think puts us in a incredible position to just go and win all the silverware in the world. Again. Yeah. Now, the only issue is that Mana still can't score runs to save his goddamn life. Smudge, not exactly killing it in uh, opening the batting. Well, I think Smudge is on his last legs, let's be We're honest. We're just scraping by the skin of our sacks. Smudge, we, I mean, everyone said it. It's not a secret. Once his hand-eye goes, he's fucked. That's what we all said. And age takes no prisoners in that regard. So hopefully he can grind out a couple more and then, you know, he'll he'll be put up in the top paddock with the Don and with fucking Ponting and Farlap, Farlap and Maccabi and he'll graze till his heart's content. And uh, yeah. 
if he wants to be milked, he can be milked. If he wants to be bloody... He can be milked. We fed, can arrange, he can be fed. But we can arrange a milking. You know, if he wants to be bloody... Do we charge money out for that? If he wants to be lathered and bathed... No, but I'm talking now, like, you've got me thinking petting zoo here. Like, do you have smudge out the top paddock and you charge, like, 10 bucks to come and milk him? Oh, are you talking like, um... Like, uh... Like a hobby farm sort of, you know, experience. Oh, are you talking like a Yao Ming situation where they just like, they... Oh, I was more thinking of him as just a barnyard animal that can be milked for... No, uh, I don't, no, no, I don't think so. I thought you were implying maybe milking him for his uh, divine seed. I think you could probably do that as well, right? You wouldn't want to put it to waste. Well, that's when you said 10 bucks. I, I just think that's pretty, that's pretty unders, mate. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess, well, then it's... If you're milking him for the experience, then I think you you, don't, you can you can probably give him a discount. If they're charge if if they're milking for like procreation. Listen, you can't take the nut home with you unless you pay a pretty unless you penny pay for it. Pay big money. That's how I'd say. It. But you know, if he wants to be uh, sponged, he can be sponged. If he wants to be uh, trimmed, he can be trimmed. What like his pubes? Yep. So groomed. <laughs> yeah if he wants to be groomed he can be groomed basically the world's his oyster whatever he wants to do but you know you just got to make your peace with the fact that these boys get older and once the eyes go you're fucked completely and utterly fucked now Marnus on the other hand who what two years ago was the number one batter in the world yeah. has got a bad case of the Steve Hookers it's as simple as that he's got a terrible case of the Steve Hookers He's gone from number one to fucking shithouse. Couldn't jump two metres with a pole. So I'm a little bit worried about Marnus. I'm a little bit worried about Marnus. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and tell you what I think's wrong with him because I've got fucking no idea. Couldn't tell you. Well, one thing we do know is he's come down with a fucking serious case of the Steve Hookers, but there's no vaccine for that. Well, is there a vaccine for the yips? No, there isn't, mate. It's about it's about a it's a mental thing. You probably got to go see someone. Well, maybe you should come and see us. Yep, I'm happy to offer the services. How many test tons has Marnus got, please, Tobias? I'm going to say. I'm going to say ten. Eight. Eleven. There you go. There you go. Not bad for Marnus. Only fucking. What's still the going. average? In test, 49.6. It's pretty good. That's pretty fucking good. Oh. It was a great start, though, wasn't it? It was a great start for a young Marnus Labashain, but he's been, quite frankly, pure shit ever since in the last couple of years. I know he got a test, a ton in, the, uh, in a test in the Ashes, but I think we'll, we can all agree that that test was unwinnable and meant absolutely fuck all because draw was absolutely certain given the weather no offense just calling it how it is it wasn't a ton of consequence and we all know that uh outside of that tom i think that may well be cricket Pekowski got hit again. uh that's right fucking hell thoughts and prayers with will Pekowski. i'm not a brain specialist that may shock some um i have no medical training and that may again shock but from where I'm sitting, Tom, and I'm sitting f- flopsy bunny in a bed, laying in the greatest tracksuit of all time uh, with my eyes shut and the hood over my face, 
But from where I'm lying, Flopsy Bunny, I think he's got to be close to retirement, doesn't he? You can't just get concussed twice a year forever. <laughs> twice is almost unders as well by the rate he's fucking going. Anyway. But, you know, terrible to hear. Thoughts and prayers with Will. Um, don't push it, mate, though. If it's, if it's, getting, a, if it's getting fucking hairy, McClary, at Donaldson's Dairy. Yeah. You, so what do you reckon? You reckon he comes in here with us, gives it away, comes in, gets Flopsy Bunny with you? If Wilbur Cosby called call me up and he said, mate, I'm thinking about giving it up. Do you mind if I come and get Flopsy Bunny with you? <laughs> I'd say fucking oath, cunt. Yeah, come, come on in. I'd say come on in. We'll make room for you. I'll make room. We'll put on something. What do you want to watch? I'll give him a couple options because yeah. I, I don't want to give him heaps of range because he might pick something weird. Yeah, he does every chance. So I'll just say pick something from this list. Um, and on that list would be like off the top of the dome, Happy Gilmore, which I'm hoping is on tonight. Uh, Titanic obviously goes without saying. Um, what else am I in the mood for? Chicken Run, maybe. Chicken Run? <laughs> Fucking hell, and you're worried about him picking something weird. <laughs> Jesus That's God. why I said it. Uh, and we'll see how we go. But if if he needs a friend, if he needs a, a hand, not a handy, but if he needs a You're hand... You're not offering him a hand job, are you? No, I'm not. That's why I said I think it was important to clarify. Just quickly, if you look over at Tobler right now, it's like his face is illuminated by the light of his computer and his... Do you reckon he looks like those anonymous face masks? Uh, yep, he does. The Guy Fawkes ones. I don't know. Yeah, Guy Fawkes, yeah. Who the fuck's Guy Fawkes? Tobler's been in the trenches today. It's his second year at the company. Uh, so, well done, Tobler. Well done, Tobler. Thank you. Been a huge week. Um, he's had a pretty easy week, though, Tobler. He hasn't done much. No. 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 Have you, mate? Slept through alarms. <laughs> that was a shock. Clogging toilets. <laughs> no, he's done well, the kid. We're proud of him. Uh, <clears throat> so, well done, Tobler, on two years. We took him out for a Chinese feed before. He didn't say anything and he ate fuck all. So that was great. Yeah, that was nice. Um, I could eat more Chinese. That should shock no one. We should have got that extra fried rice. I was thinking <laughs> we'd want it. I was thinking we'd want it. I fucking knew when we sent it back we'd want it. We could always send Tobble back. I down fucking there. knew we'd want it. Send Tobble down there some takeaway. But um, takeaway, dude. You know I could pound some of those fucking dumplings again. Soup ones. Yeah, mate. I tell you what, I could fucking pound. We might need to just nip down there after this and get a few more springies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those duck springies were. Elite. were yeah, amazing. I think so. I think this is. I think this is a fucking smart decision from everyone. Get a fucking go. Get a nice little takeaway haul. I um. I've got a spit of a saying. It's an old saying where I'm from. Yeah. And I like to live my life by it. I always have. Okay. And I always will. Never, ever, 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 ever turn down a springy. Never say no to a spring roll. Because you'll never regret it. You never regret a spring roll. You just don't. 
very rarely do you get a shocker, if ever. And especially if you know where you're going and you know what you're doing. You can't you can't get a spring roll wrong. They bring so much joy and light to the world. Yeah. Um, I think they're probably up there with some of the greatest inventions by humans, by Homo sapiens. I don't yeah. know if Neanderthals were a big spring wild people. I believe it's Neanderthal. Whatever, can't. <laughs> I don't know if they were spring wild people, springy peoples, but I'm assuming not. So just to, you know, credit where credit's due, round of applause to our... Um, You're the first person to fucking come up with a spring roll, like... To our mates, the, the inventor of the spring roll was his. His name was obviously some um, spring. Spring, yeah. Spring John, roll, John, right? I don't know spring if it was spring roll. roll. It was Johnny Springs, and he was rolling. How do you this know? Is a spring roll. What the fuck is that? How do you know what spring makes? Oh, so it's a roll made by spring. Yeah. That makes sense. Beautiful name, Spring. Yeah, it is. Beautiful name. I met a, a kid at uh, the playground with my girls before I came here. This is just reminding me. Very Bondi. Uh, and this kid was called Ocean. Is that right? I'm like, I, I'm all for names. Which and, ocean? Was it Atlantic no, or see, they Pacific or anything? I should have asked. Um, what was it? Was it one, 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 one World Ocean, maybe? Maybe. That might have been One World Ocean, New World Order sort of stuff. Mm. Tell you, mate. Yeah. Well, no, I just... Some people believe, Tom. <laughs> some people believe that there isn't actually, you know, six oceans or five oceans or whatever it is, but there's actually just one. Well, that makes sense. Because they're all connected. Yeah, I mean, but that is, the, that is the case, right? You know, as opposed to a continental plate, tectonic plate, whatever, that you can sort of fucking eyeball... I think it's kind of like the ocean is the ocean, right? The whole thing's the ocean. Yeah, so that would be one world ocean. One world ocean. In the same way that... Or great can, ocean or whatever. But in the same way that you can have Australia, mm. which is just one spot, mm. but within that there are states. So there are other fucking specific areas of that No, no, mass. no, 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 no. But you're not following that, are you, mate? Because Australia is a continent... Right, so but is New South Wales, well, New South Wales isn't a continent, is it? So if you call it an ocean, there should be a, another term for well, it. Well, then what's the sea? Underneath then? What that? about a sea? Isn't there like a because there's seas like, generally there are seas and there are oceans. Well, seas generally are landlocked, mostly, not all of them. There's some. There's some way you can work out what a sea is. I've forgotten what it is, but I think they're generally landlocked, or they get fed by like some fucking system. I don't know. They ha they're landlocked. A lot of them it's, are, or maybe well, they're like, not. Are they exclusively by definition? Are we saying no? They're not actually. No, that's not true. Uh, yeah, that didn't feel right. Seas are smaller than oceans and are usually located where the land and ocean meet. Right. So the seas are particularly enclosed by land. So, like the Caspian Sea, is the it Red landlocked? Sea, the Dead Sea. And no, oh no, that's what confused me. This, that's what confused me. Because I read lately that landlocked bodies of water are lakes. Yeah. But the Caspian Sea is considered a sea and not a lake. Because there are, there are inland seas. How many? I don't think there's only one. No, there used to be. Well, I'm sure there's not many. Like, well, but I remember learning about one 
And maybe it is the Caspian one, but like one that it shrunk massively. It used to be like yeah, that's the Caspian, a thriving isn't it? fucking like inland port town with this huge inland ocean, and then it's just dry. Isn't up that where Azerbaijan is, or is that another one? No, correct. Is that is correct? Is the Caspian Sea shrinking heaps? Like, did it used to be huge, or is there another one? I'm not too sure, but it's near like Azerbaijan. Is it landlocked? Menistan, yeah. So it's like the world's largest inland body of water. Yeah, so it should Often be a lake. Often described as the world's largest lake. It should be a lake. But sometimes referred to as a full-fledged sea. But it's salt, salt water? But that doesn't matter. There's salt. There's salty lakes. I'm just asking if Air's, it's salt Air's like, like, what is fucking lake? Air's salty as fuck. So the salt doesn't define the sea aspect. Um, are there like ocean-dwelling animals in there? Or is it... This is a lot of questions for Tobler here. I, I realise we may not get to the bottom of this one. Um, no, but yeah, for me, it was... Uh, what I, I got confused there, Panzer was earlier. Obviously, um, there are animals in the Caspian Sea. Like seals, cute. fish, etc. Love that. We do love that, don't we? We do. Um... I don't know what we're talking about. No, I, I don't. Absolutely I don't, no I don't think it's. I don't think it bears any more mentioning either. Now, because we've got some Chinese that we need to send Tobler to get. Punters and dribblers, as we just quickly dip our sacks back into the world of rugby league, um, which we do thanks to our good friends at KO. Fuck, it's it's. Uh, I'm looking forward to being able to get back into town and just watch rugby league on KO. Um, which I'll be doing Thursday night. No live stream actually this week coming for obvious reasons uh, because we've been in Las Vegas for fucking seven days and then we get back and basically have no time to properly do it. So the, the live stream, Thursday Night Lives, will be back every Thursday from next week. But uh, I will be enjoying Thursday night at home on the couch, KO on, potentially balls in hand, um, is it Raiders Knights? Correct. Um, not it's, it's not your conventional Thursday night game, but that's obviously the round. It's um, I'm interested to see the Knights this year. KP Hastings, you know, I don't know if they've made any fucking signings necessarily that are of like of note. Bradman Best, though, I want to see get around getting his work. The Sheriff. No, oh, they've got they've got a good little outfit there, and they obviously went pretty well last year. Kalen Ponga, many saying, could have one of the great seasons. Well, I'd like to see that. Yeah, have you seen his six-pack at the moment? Yeah, it's fucking glistening, and it's cheese grater sort of stuff. Obviously, the sheriff's got the biggest cock in the in the comp, so that, that means a lot. And um, Bradman Best, who just continues to fill in the bod, the, the, uh, the empty skin with ink from the gods, Fresh off Origin debut last year, fresh off, you know, a newfound confidence, a newfound, I'm not going to say love for the game, but I'm just going to say it anyway, love for the game. I think he does pretty special things. I think the Raiders might struggle this year. I think it's almost worth tuning in to see if the Raiders get pumped and Ricky Stewart blow a bloody gasket. Yeah, yeah. Look, I don't know. Stick. I'm trying to work out if Stick's mellowed or whether he... Uh is maybe, you know, whether he's maybe had some sort of a uh, lobotomy. I haven't seen him have a proper fucking punch on with him for a while, and that's just from memory. I couldn't. You reckon be he's been lobotomized? Well, I don't know, Eddie. I've got to, we have, but I have to be able to, I have, you have to create a safe space for me to ask those questions. 
Tell you what, lobotomies pretty hectic. Yeah, it is. Have you seen videos of people that get lobotomies? It's like a before and after of fucking people getting lobotomies. It's funny. I don't know where the fuck it came from, but it came across my algorithm desk the last. And what they look just pretty fucked up. Because I think it's like the reason they were getting them was they were like I don't know whether they were Tourette's really bad or certain things that they couldn't control, like ticking. And then after the lobotomy, they look like fucking zombies. But they're not necessarily like ticking and looking out, but they're just like sitting there. It's kind of ouch. It's fucking ouch. So, yeah. Um, Can't rule out with Ricky's had one, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I think the last big blow up was when he told the camera to fuck off. Was that last year? Yeah. When did they stop doing lobotomies? Or are they still doing them? They might still be doing them, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. They might have done with Rick. I don't want to well, fucking that's a keep harping on the point. I don't think you want to make assumptions, Tom. No, I don't. And listen, we love Rick here. I'd actually, you know, I do hope the Raiders lose and Rick blows up, but that's purely selfish. Well, I'd also say this. It's, the last thing you want to do is, you know, um, take the piss out of lobotomies. So, yeah. you know, if Ricky has got one, thoughts and prayers. The last know. one was performed in 1967. Okay, so we have allegedly ruled him out. That certainly rules out my. And listen, it was only it wasn't it was just more to do with his 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 uh, emotional outburst, right? It seemed like I hadn't seen him for a while, so I don't know. Yeah, right. So unlikely that Sticky's had a lobotomy. He might just be on a couple of chill pills, you know. Yeah, there's every chance. But Thursday night footy, KO, it's touch yourself sort of stuff. What's the rest of the weekend look like, Tom? So we've got the Warriors versus Sharks. Yeah. Friday, 6 p.m. That's yep. actually going to be a good game. Where is that? Uh, Go Media Stadium. Nice. Fuck yeah. Um, then we've got the Storm versus Panthers at Amy Park. Yep. Storm Panthers, good game as well. Down in Melbourne. Surely the Panthers just get back to humping. You'd think so. But Storm, is it, what, do they, is their round one record still in, intact? Well, not anymore. Didn't they win like the f first round game every year for fucking 20 years or something? Yeah, and there was a period there where we were made to play in fucking round one every year and it just used to boil my piss. But have they, um, is that still alive and well or not? Don't know. Don't know? Don't know, mate. Right, okay. That's helpful. Um, keep going, Tommy. Uh, got the Eels versus the Bulldogs at Combank. What oh, that's what a day? good game too. Is that Friday as well? That'd be sad to you, mate. Friday, 5.30 p.m.? Friday, 5.30. So they've got... Hang on. No, oh, no, no. The, time, no, no. the timing's fucked him out because of... Um, oh, because of Vegas. Vegas. Is that why? Yeah, and I can't figure out the difference. Just tell us what days they are and we should be able to assume the time. Well, Friday, 10.30 p.m. in Vegas is Eels Bulldogs. So that'd be five. So that'd be the Minus six p.m. game. Five Friday five. Friday what? Friday when? Friday eighth of March at ten thirty p.m. Ten thirty. So that'd be five thirty Saturday Arvo. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Gotcha. Yep. And then we've got uh, Titans Dragons. Titans Dragons. That's Seabus. Interesting. That's a tough carry. I think the Titans will pump them. I and hope they do. Although it's the Dragons, mate. They surprise you. They surprise you. Up the Titans. Every game live and ad-free only on KO. You will not be able to get it anywhere else. 
Not live and ad free during Not play. live and ad free. We're not even going to mention what other channels have games. Not relevant. Any other games, Topper? Dolphins Cowboys is the last game. Oh, that's fish a ripper. cows. That's no, another one. Queensland Derby and some like it up the fish. I love that. Up love the fish. that. That's all on KO. As we said, punters and dribblers. Um, I think it's time to go get some Chinese. I hope that restaurant's still open. Love is all, mate. Yeah. Could you two just not talk anymore? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.